Welcome to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgham. And I'm Dr. Jerry Walker. I'm Sergeant Eckerberg. On each episode of The Pillars, we find a brief resilience topic so you can practically fix any potential roadblocks you encounter and finish a better wingman, airman, and leader. So Dr. Walker, what's today's topic? Well, today we're talking about gratitude. And not just because Thanksgiving is coming up, but uh, because gratitude is such an essential component of living a good, uh, healthy, wholesome, positive life. Um, there's something that uh, I've mentioned before, Martin Seligman, the father of positive psychology, mm-hmm. something he talks about as eudaimonia, living the good life. And um, this incorporates a lot of different values and a lot of different skills that you have to practice pretty much on a daily basis to, to feel like you have a sense of uh, purpose or meaning in your life, a sense of engagement in your interactions with other people, and for uh, positive emotions, not just in the short term, but in the long term. And in every single one of those instances, gratitude is is vitally important uh, for helping us live that good life. That's right. And I think when you start your day with gratitude, it's one of the best things you can do. Hmm. What I often tell folks is what you start your day with will color the rest of your day. So for instance, if, if we start with something negative, let's say we put on the news, talk radio, sports talk, and they start saying something negative, it will charge our brain, prime it to start looking Mm -hmm. for more of those negative things. And this is a psychological uh, construct literally called priming. Um, The way our brains work, if if you're familiar with how a neural network Mm -hmm. is set up, you have... um, let's say one word or one image that is interwovenly connected to a bunch of other words and images. So you, you could say, for example, uh, the word cat, and that's going to bring into mind other cats, maybe other pets, dogs. And so those become more readily accessible to your brain. Same thing happens here. When you're looking at something uh, bad that's going on in the news, for example, it's priming your brain to make all these other negative aspects that much more accessible and, and make it easier for them to come to the forefront of your brain. Yep. But like you're saying, if you if you prime it with something that's positive or sets you up in a you know, feel-good type of situation, then not only are those other positive things more accessible, but you're more likely to experience them. And it just re- refocuses how you perceive other things throughout the day. Yeah, and just like the cat analogy, a way to really prime this is, let's say, right now, I, for the listeners out there, start thinking about blinking, or I say don't think about blinking. You're going to actually notice the next few blinks you make, and you might even pay attention for a little bit because your attention's been called there. Mm-hmm. So what I find in the mornings, if you can start with writing down something that you're grateful for and actually entering into it, so thinking, let's say, I'm grateful, if nothing else, for having oxygen. <laughs> Yet you woke up, you have oxygen in your lungs, things are going good in that respect alone and just enter into being thankful for it because not having oxygen seems pretty bad right and of course there's so many other things to be grateful for having a job having Mm -hmm. food at the very basic level you know waking having a pillow to sleep on sure these are things that we take for granted in our lives but when you enter into that it primes your brain the rest of the day to be grateful to look for good things that you're thankful for Mm -hmm. and that translates to the workplace to your family to everything Absolutely. You grow a greater sense of appreciation just by explicitly recognizing these things. So I could say, yes, I'm, I'm thankful, for example, for my family. But now having said that out loud, my actions have to align with that statement. Otherwise, I'm going to have cognitive dissonance. So now if I say I'm thankful for my family and my 
interactions with them throughout the day, now I have to affirm that and actually live out that appreciation. So now I'm forming a greater, uh, a closer relationship with my wife, with my kids, all because I called to attention that appreciation that I already have. Nothing's changed, but now because of that, my actions change and I'm creating even better circumstances for myself going forward. But one thing I always often go at is we can control the bookends of our day so we can control the morning and the end most easily. Mm -hmm. The middle of the day can go haywire in any given day. But in the morning, when you write down just, hey, these are the top things I want to do today that I'm grateful for, et cetera. And then at the end of the day, as we've primed the beginning, if you say, I am grateful for these three things that did occur today, Mm -hmm. what happens is the same thing in the brain where it helps you to sleep better. It gets it off of your brain. It helps you to be a pre go to sleep in a state of appreciation. So many folks have trouble sleeping and it's sometimes just take a journal, write it down next Mm -hmm. to your bed and just write down. I'm really grateful today for you're having a job to go for, go to, to this. And you'll notice you'll wake up even with a sense of gratitude. Well, this is what happens for a lot of people when they're um, trying to go to bed at night. They've been so busy during the day that um, the anxieties they have or, or those worries they have in the back of their mind get pushed to the side and they just keep busy. They keep working on different things. And it's not until they lay their head down on their pillow that they actually have this uh, opportunity to, to think about these things. And so they may be exhausted mentally, physically, and, and you know other ways, but um, this is the moment when those thoughts can no longer be blocked out. So they come rushing to the forefront by explicitly focusing on gratitude and those things for which we're thankful, you're, um, you're not ignoring these things anymore, but you're choosing to refocus on the positive. And just like you talked about, Chaplain, um, there's a marked physiological change that happens when we redirect our thoughts into this um, gracious and thankful manner. You become more relaxed. You are, become more satisfied with your life. Um, you're generally happier over time. And believe it or not, the more grateful you are, the longer you live. And you could argue that uh, the better life you live, too. Okay, so let's go at this maybe one other way. So what is something that you're grateful for just personally, something we could share? Well, I know for me, especially, it's my family. And I know that's kind of like the easy cliche. I'm going to take it from you guys so you can't use it now. But um, you're welcome. Um, I definitely think that I couldn't get anything done without any assistance from them. Um, Even just like the small stuff when I'm getting ready, like my seven-year-old daughter, you know, if, if she's down and out, like there's so many things that she does in the morning that just helps us get where we need to go, that it's amazing. Like yesterday she was not feeling well. Um, and so I had to pick up that slack, and I was just like, man, we she might have a lot of responsibility for a seven-year-old. And so I was actually grateful um, for that she's willing to take on that responsibility at such a young age. And I tell yeah. her that all the time. Like That was my next question. I mean, how do you have this gratitude? Mm-hmm. How do you express it? Um, well, she would probably prefer in some type of toy form, <laughs> you know. Um, but again, uh, you know, her her probably love language is probably gifts and, okay. and stuff. But um, for me, um, I want her to know, like, you know, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, I want her to know that the words have value. Um, so I always tell her, you know, like, and I don't just say like, you know, mom's proud of you, right? Like, I don't want those leading statements. I definitely tell her like, I'm proud of you for this. And then she can give me some type of feedback and stuff. Um, Usually it's, well, can I have a piece of candy now? But, you know, we then redirect again. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I want to make sure she knows that. That's awesome. Well, as corny as this may sound, I'm thankful for you guys. It really has been a blessing and a pleasure to work with you. Um, you know, Chaplain over the past year and, and Sarnakaberg, uh, even just over the past few months. And uh, I hope that you guys will recognize that I've told you that on several occasions. I'm thankful f- for, for what y'all do and who you are and, and how much fun it's been um, working this resilience program. So that's something that I've, I've tried to make a point with is, um, you know, using that words of affirmation analogy, telling people explicitly that I'm thankful for them, that I'm that I appreciate them, or that I recognize they're doing certain things. Um, I know that's big for my wife too. Is um, you know she wants me to recognize when she's um, you know accomplished something or when she's gone out of her way to do something for me, because that shows a whole different level of appreciation. Not just I noticed it, but I, I it meant enough to me that I actually say it out loud. That's awesome. I think the first thing that comes to mind, of course, family's been taken and so <laughs> forth, and um, is running. So having broken my ankle just a few months ago and coming back from it, I know I'm the sick person that actually enjoys running. I'm probably one of <laughs> 20 who's listening to this podcast. But the bottom line of it is uh, going out and running, that's when I think the most clearly and I process my day. Mm-hmm. And I'm now up to about 60 minutes that I can go run. And it's a run-walk thing while you recover, but whatever. I'm still out there, right? And it, it's helping a lot. And I'm just so thankful to do it because until you have something taken away and then mm-hmm. have a chance to have it um, given back to you, you don't you don't know what you missed. So I, every time I'm out there, even though I'm slow, people are passing me for probably the first time in many many years. It's it's the idea that I'm in, I'm out there and doing it and enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point you made is that sometimes you don't know how much you appreciate certain things until you don't have them anymore. I know for our military folks, we get hit with this all the time. We go on extended TDYs, we deploy, and um, I no, for me, I'm amazed at some of the things I missed. Like when I came back from deployment, one of the big things I missed was grass. <laughs> I missed rain. I missed Taco Bell. You know, yep. <laughs> silly things like that that I'd, I'd taken for granted before. But uh, you know, in the absence of them, uh, I really realized how how much I was truly grateful for those things. And so, uh, you know, I challenge everybody to think about those things that maybe we do take for granted. Um, the fact that as military members, we have our wardrobe picked out for us every single day. That's one more thing we don't have to worry about. Um, or maybe just the, the conveniences that we have at home or in our personal lives. Um, you know, those little things that make our lives easier, that, that we can enjoy without much uh, heartache or struggle that maybe other people uh, have to work a lot harder for to get. Um, I think those are the things that can help us be grateful, even when our circumstances may be challenging. Yeah. I know for, like me, you were talking about at the end of the day, having list out your gratefulness, right? Um, For me, I do a people, a place, a thing, and that way it keeps me focused on not just one certain area. You Mm -hmm. know, it makes me have to identify a person that was, you know, helpful or just something happened that I was grateful, a place, you know, like my job, so I can pay my bills, or or even that the car. So when I need to escape my job, at least I have my car. And then like a thing, and so you know, I usually try to pick something like the fact that my car hasn't broken down, or you know, something, but just something to keep me kind of focused on in all areas, so we don't just get tunnel visioned on gratefulness um, and gratitude just for like people. But we need to kind of focus on all areas, and so I do the three for me at the end of every That's day. That's awesome. Like With that. and one thing for your families at home, every dinner at my house, and anyone who comes. To 
to my house for Thanksgiving in this present audience will experience this. <laughs> we do highs and lows. So we do the best part of your day, the worst part of your day, and then we say, what are you thankful for? So we're ending, beginning and ending with gratitude, but an opportunity for them to say, well, I had a really hard day. And mm-hmm. it's been interesting to see with kids who are 12, 10, and 7 to see how that pops out. And people, all of a sudden, sometimes in the bad part, people, they start crying about something mm-hmm. that they hadn't told us before. But sometimes the things they're grateful for are just so impressive, like, oh, someone was really nice to me. Or they're thankful for another person and explain why or an event or this dinner and what's neat is how it translates to the rest of the day Mm -hmm. when we started this at first it was difficult for the please and thank you and those kind of things that are normal with kids and now a few times they've been thank you dad i really love you to the point where i jump back and say who who are you child you know what what do you want and but it's now natural and it's just been ingrained and we do make our kids that we tell them it's their rent that they they write do a gratitude journal every morning they have a gratitude journal three things just a composition 50 cent notebook from the bx and they just write down three things they're grateful for and it's something we, we make them do. And it's been very interesting to see the, the positive response for, from all of them. And I like that because it's a great way to to teach them the importance of gratitude and and really appreciating the, the people, the things, um, the the niceties that they have in their lives yeah. and, and to recognize that. Well, we want to thank you for listening to The Pillars, especially this holiday week. And this is, again, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgem. And I'm Dr. Jerry Walker. And I'm Sergeant Ackerberg. Until next time, if you need us, please reach out to us in the global address list. And finally, we want to thank you for what you do for our nation. We're certainly thankful for you. So have a great Air Force Day.